So we have a special episode today. Um, those of you that uh, have been chiming in regularly know that we just put out our sixth year story up until now episode. So it's time to sit down with the cast and actually go over year number six and do our year six interview. And can anybody believe it that we've been doing this for six years? No, I really thought we'd be done by now. Me too. I, I mean, thought I thought we'd be. I mean, really, I thought we'd be like on. I was thinking about that would be on like season three at this point. Yeah. yeah. In fact, there's a lot of shows that are on season three by this point. It's kind I of mean, amazing. we're kind of approaching that, though. Yeah. Like, we're 18th? Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. It's amazing. Anyway, so, um, believe it or not, and it seems like this happened just yesterday and at the same time about 10 years ago, when we began year six, we were sitting there with two parties in danger. Um, the main party was at the final landing in Arlen's ziggurat on his quest, facing off against the creatures from the aberrant realm. And at the same time, the kittens were busy looking for Red Sunrise and were had found her in the glass casket with the dark-skinned uh, fey uh, creature. And were, so we had two final battles that were on the you know eve of destruction there. And that's where we began year six. So can can anyone believe it's only been a year since then? And yet it's, you know. It kind of all blurs together, yeah. honestly. I blame Holly, that earthquake. Preach it, yeah. young monk, preach it. <laughs> there were some good puns in that time, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some real good puns in that time. But oh, it, man, shadow in the pits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel it. But yeah, so we um, first started out with the kittens resolving their story. And then having to uh, battle the um, dark-skinned fey and getting stuck in glass caskets, which ended up being really hilarious because everybody's favorite kitten, Burnt Spoon, could not get out, including even shooting the walls and missing somehow. Somehow he shot the walls from the inside and missed. It was. I'm only hoping that everyone that that does listen to us that there's enamored with him as you guys are I because loved, that makes that me feel was a, so just good. a spectacular character Thank you. it was really well done thank you but yeah so um but that, that actually is a really good uh example of how to use a trap to really make something difficult mm-hmm. yeah it was a really good way of doing that well it, it layers on an additional level of difficulty you know it's, it's it's not just a oh let's put the minis on the map and everybody roll initiative it's like, okay, now there's an additional hurdle that you have to get through that is going to bring this up to the next level. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, we kind of had the opposite of that happen at the end of the year with uh, Sorzak and Adri's tale and the earthquake, but we'll get around to that in a bit. Um, a never-ending story. Yeah, so yeah. Act- actually, Jesse, did, did you listen to the kitten's arc? No. No, you're probably a good thing, you actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, what I liked about it because you Sunrise is not everyone's favorite yeah. character. No, I know. No, <laughs> I, I, but, but, no, but here's the thing though. It was even though you weren't there, it was such a sunset thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. I. I had the recap, and I was like, I'm glad you at least got the character. Yeah. The the, the kind of the kind of, an, a of her snobby there. Snobby. Well, it was a wizard too, right? And so him, it makes sense. Him or RPing your father, you're like, sunset makes so much more sense now. <laughs> Speaking of that. I just realized why Burnt Spoon could never beat Neo from oh, the Matrix. It's he's just because he would say there on is another no tangent here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on, that's no, it's legit. okay. It's, it's it not, is it, okay. We were we were already on a different conversation, yeah, but that's okay. So Which was different than the one we had before, so this is apt. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was kind of fun. There was, there was a number of times where everyone's like, "Should we really go after her?" I mean, we could just leave her. Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> no, it's acceptable. I wanted to save you. These, yeah, but let's face it, we all know Shadow secretly longs for your attention. Yes, yes. Dude, we were pull, beating each other up on the exactly. snow. Exactly, you're literally yeah, pulling rivals. the pigtails. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was the one getting hit. Sunset. We, we, we were okay with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we're all right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, there is no spoon. I actually, I like the byplay between um, burnt and uh, truck a lot. Mm-hmm. Because and I sat down and I was showing her when I did it, but I wrote a small children's story on when Truck and 
burnt meat for the first time. Did you have like backwards crayon drawings? Oh no, because he would always think you know he says kindergarten, so they're literally in kindergarten. They're children when they first meet, and it was a really I, I wrote it out and I sent it to my aunt because she runs a daycare and she's like Aww. this is perfect. And so at some point I might actually put it out there and see if it That's takes sweet, off. Yeah. I mean. It is until you have to get a teenager's permission to use her creative idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I miss Truck. What a character. What well, a guy. I, had this, I had this wonderful thought because like, nobody can see us. And they can just hear us, right? Because I was like, you know how funny it would be to be like be up doing like a, a panel and you're like, oh, so you're Burt Spoon, you know, 6'4", mm-hmm. all this fat and whatnot. And like, what is Truck? And Because they all like, can hear. And then here comes Melanie, who's like a quarter my size. <laughs> 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 The power of role playing. Yeah, yes, the right. power of role She's playing. She's like, I'm truck. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up? I identify as rage. <laughs> My <laughs> I have anger issues. But yeah, that, that, I, I thought that was a really neat way. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, I was going to say something else, but I'll wait until you go further. Yeah. But anyways, in the in-between time, we actually bopped out to Porta Magnum and then to um, the Tabaxi Treehouse and discovered that basically the whole world is under siege at this point by undead. So apparently, uh, Lowell has cottoned on to the fact that you all are circling in on, on his location and has uh, released his forces upon the world. So mm-hmm. everything's under siege all at once. Um, interestingly, though, the fun little aside there, the uh, boys from Sinia's uh, detail, her guard detail, mm-hmm. uh, got a boys' night out. And actually mm-hmm. got to go out to the bars and, and hang out. And, and then on the way back, got uh, jumped by a whole bunch of undead, including a death knight right. that uh, was wearing carrying the shield of one of the houses of Porta Magnum. So if Burnt Spoon's everyone's favorite tabaxi, it has got to be said that Vosh has to be everybody's favorite dragonborn because he is so freaking lovable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's, it's, and again, kudos, Matt, because that is... Such a great way to play that character with those low stats. You know, a lot of people don't want low stats, but just really good role play. And, and, and sometimes the low stat is something you can focus the role play around. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. that's exactly one, right. One of the reasons I always hate the standard array or the point buy because you know those allow you to meta game. Yeah, and you're trying to like things. win D and D, which is not like a thing that yeah. you can do. Like winning D and D is that everybody's having a good time around mm-hmm. the table. Not, I have the highest stats and yeah. I got the highest roll. Yeah, because if, if you take the standard rate or, or point by, you can just go out to the internet and say, you know, what is the best build for my paladin? Right. And it's like, take these points, take these feats, this thing. And right. congratulations, you now created yeah. the same character as everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. It's actually more fun to have like a dumb, unwise character. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and like I said, I mean, and it's even better when you give them an item they have no business having. And they're just using it as an everyday item, mm-hmm. but it's this legendary thing. In this case, your harp. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pure chaos, and it's great. Yeah, and and actually, that did show off that whole thing where I mean, basically, yeah. that you know skewed the entire combat. Yeah, and if it wasn't but for it that wall of thorns. But it didn't break the combat, which yeah. is good. Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't for that wall of thorns. That would have been a much much more difficult combat. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is he he's unwise but gets moments of inspiration mm-hmm. because yeah. he's he's lived you get some experience bardic inspiration but the way i kind of play him is is it's like accidental so he mm-hmm. has vicious mockery but it's never incidental so if yeah. someone messes up he just does it yeah he's like, you're a poopoo just head as, as yeah. a, a, a for some reason from him yeah. that really hurts yeah he <laughs> just laughs at you and somehow yeah. your brain bleeds yes I, I, I just got owned by a creature whose intelligence <laughs> is that of a warm loaf of bread <laughs> how awful is this oh i took psychic damage hey there's butter on that bread <laughs> yes but it, it, uh, like I said, it's a wonderfully role-played way of doing that and it's difficult for you but going back when you the way you built sunset even though i know it's hard for you to play because you don't like yeah i know it just kind of became that way, though. Like, I was like, it, it, I don't know, because I don't really go in with a full plan of personality for I don't like, characters. I don't like really does. Yeah, you just kind of see how it works with the rest of the group. Yeah, and it, it just, Sunset became mean. And I was like, yeah. oh, man, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I like the way she developed Truck when Truck's, oh, I mean, you can almost literally see Truck just hanging out in like a hammock somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You expect, you know what I mean? It's just, they're all, yeah, they're just good. Yeah. It's a really good thing. I love that we've had like opportunities to just build Mm -hmm. a bunch of different kinds of characters too. Like we haven't just been pigeonholed into being like one thing. We've had like opportunities to play different classes and different characters and well part of that was um 
on the uh, Critical Role, not Critical Role, Critical Hit series, um, they did that. They they would do an aside, mm-hmm. and they would they were given characters the exact opposite of the other characters. Mm-hmm. So when we when we first bought the Tabaxi out, I wanted everyone to get exactly the opposite of what they had. Yeah, and then it just kind of perpetuated itself with all the rest of the characters. And all the new characters and 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 the increasing us and encouraging us to role play and create these new characters. That's a that's only because you're doing such a great job of of showing the world and crisis at large with all these mm-hmm. different things. And while they have a similar background being the undead, but no two encounters have the same threat and danger to it. You're doing a great job. They feel very different. Yes. It's not like oh, just more zombies. Yeah, let's correct. More like smack them down. Yeah. So, so Bryce and job. Owen, what are your thoughts sitting there in internet land? <laughs> I think he's eating a twenty. I'm on very much like the same boat as what you have all been saying. Um, just being able to play a more or less like space cadet character with <laughs> Snow was like, ah, I get to be dumb and wrong all the time. <laughs> um but uh yeah uh just taking the just the interaction the newer interaction between those characters was like it's just really fun to play with the one character that i haven't gotten to see really shine yet because it just i don't know if that's the way bryce designed it has been um nip because he's been so quiet mm-hmm. like kung fu monk quiet so. the the rogue Nip. The, uh, yeah. monk. the monk. The monk. The tabaxi monk he did. Yeah, he oh, did oh, 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 Because that's right, that's he's right, been such right. an understated character that he's not to be mean, but he's forgettable. And I really haven't, because, no, he is, <laughs> because he's, Bryce is a very careful speaker, as we all know. Yeah. So with Nip, Nip sits there and then he, Nip you know, doesn't need to talk. He has fists. Well, yeah, but he doesn't play it like that. That's true. He's like, they come in, strike, go away. Oh, bear, bear mauled me. <laughs> but... <laughs> Wolf mauled me. I, I was. I, I was, died again. I keep waiting for some sort of social interaction to kind of really get a read on Nip, and there's just nothing, which is in its own way. And it's, it's just all, there. It's yeah, it really is in its own way. It's just like that whole. It's a mystery without. It's like a mystery that just sits there right out of the open, and you just keep overlooking it. <laughs> a mystery wrapped inside of an enigma. Yeah, floating on the breeze like a flump. So, so Bryce, will will Nip uh, have a, a breakout session at some point in a breakout episode? Uh, I don't know. I'm not the one who schedules these things. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a fair point. A series of 18th level characters about to die. Then <laughs> this tabaxi yeah. second level character flings himself and yeah. well, a day. All of a sudden comes in and yeah, just sliding kick well, right to the face. Well, if you figure, if you, depending on how these guys are, you know, you say those 18th, depending on those story ends. I mean, we're even in the best of times, or let's go to the worst of times. It's not. It would not be unexpected to see pick one character from one group, one character from another, and they're like all the survivors, and now they're mm-hmm. banding together for that last hurrah. And to some, seek vengeance for yeah, the death suddenly, of Yeah, suddenly Burnt Spoon is hanging out with Kavash, and s- pick a character you ran, pick a character you ran, pick the characters mm-hmm. they ran, mm-hmm. and they're all from different walks of life, but they're just trying to survive. Kind of cool. It's like The Walking Dead. It, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, thank you, yes, well, very Maybe much that's so. our follow-up series when you fail the final combat. And well, we're going to do our best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just throws that out there like a stale peanut. Yeah. Do yeah. you have um, like the I, plan for the next two levels already I outlined? Have, okay. He's like, I've had it for six years. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. It's not like you yeah. start with the ending. Well, to be yeah. actually, that's a fair question because it's not like he's like sits around with nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you are like one of the busiest men I know. So why are you yeah. going to kill Melanie off first? Um, have you met Melanie? <laughs> <laughs> She's a perfect angel. Yes. But yeah. some of the angels fell. I'm yeah. just going to uh-huh. leave it there. I've well, got she'll a, be the one. She'll be the first one in heaven. I've got a funny question for Owen though. You know, Owen, we're like level 18. And I just had, you know, mm-hmm. and anyone listening knows that I just, that all our characters got like four levels of exhaustion and all that. Well, which, I didn't. Well, not me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm fine. Mo- I'm sorry. And the Rangers okay, fine too, right? I yeah. did. And I just realized if you take all my hit points and you have them, but still take off your necklace, I think I still have more hit points than you do. If, no. if I take off my necklace and you With have my, your hit points. I think I still have more hit points than you do. Even yeah. halfway, yeah, I would have less than eighty. Yeah, <laughs> I, is I your max literally have less than no. eighty? Is your maximum mm-hmm. without that necklace? Without yes, that, that's why without the necklace. necklace. Why? Yeah. Because his constitution is like a plus zero. Did you yeah, roll for all your hit points? You didn't take the, the average. <laughs> 
Did you? Because I mean, I that would buff. make it make sense. Like, did he just got ones and twos on all of his dice rolls for that? Great, you just killed Drew. Good job. I, Sorry, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, I have rolled. Minus one for God's roll. But, minus oh, and what's one. it like to be speared through the gut from that distance <laughs> by, by a barbed five, tongue? How do you go <laughs> five levels and get oh, zero? I know. <laughs> That's why I'm confused. No, 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 no. no. What happened was vicious mockery. What happened was I rolled about average or above average Almost. in the middle section. But since 12. I had no modifier, I didn't like add to anything. And then the last couple levels, I have rolled like ones and twos. I, I mean, I just I default to the average because yeah, I just yeah. that's not a risk I'm willing to take, well, honestly. But it's like well, yeah. but, it's like every level you seem to get less hit points. <laughs> How does well, this happen? That's uh, that, I, that's that's something. Did that, you like mercy give him that necklace? Is that why he has the necklace? No, no I role played it. it. it, was, it was oh, it was, oh yeah, OK. That's mercy. Well, I like like the DM. Like, yeah, like the DM is like, oh, well, at this well, point, it, it, a I necklace mean, falls no, around your neck. No, no, I enjoyed killing Arlen first every single combat. You know, with, it's like kill him, start the right. combat, with, and you know. With Michael, with Michael's story play, you know, we we were thinking we're going back to how we all evolved. I was watching our Carvalho evolve from being like a rough and tumble jerk to being kind of like the I won't say wise leader, but the older leader, whatever you want. He's to call kind it. of the Experience. the group dad. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, um, one of the things that made sense for the character is that like. I don't keep very much treasure. Mm. I mean, I have. I think I still have the first original two pieces we ever got when we were level three. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I knew as a dungeon master myself of that necklace, so I tried to role play it into the game. I gave away more of my magical items yeah. to get it for Owen because that's what Claval would do for a person in his party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to go uh, back to something that Drew mentioned earlier, or I guess the whole table mentioned, was... Um, like talking about how like the a level two character jumps into the final battle <laughs> that that what we're talking about there. I really like um how these side characters that we have are all of these different levels and they're not like mm-hmm. matching yeah. the regular yeah. party because we you can really kind of see all the like all the perspectives of the people trying in, to live in the realm mm-hmm. like because you have the level two people fighting the same or similar monsters as the level 18 people are. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like it's happening everywhere to everyone, I mean, it, all corner of society. When we did the level two thing where we made basically the Mouseketeer group, right? Mm-hmm. That that Imagine how vastly different that fight is if you just put Arlen with his staff on that wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a one round fight. Yeah. Yeah. And you realize like how if when when our party feels nervous about an an encounter, our main party, it's kind of like, okay, you really understand what that means for other people in this world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're we are the heroes. We're we're like demigods at this point compared to most people. So, yeah, heroes of the realm. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing that I think is really neat about like the fact that our side characters are like level two and level five it's like i think there aren't just like pockets of level 18s we can pull out of our back pockets because we want to see what other people are doing and it's like oh yeah these other people who are like just so much weaker than the main party and how horrifying would it be if we had that mashup because you know our characters aren't going to go oh you're level five we're going to say hey you you guys who've survived in the wild too let's go take on the dragon we're like oh (laughs) You were actually kind of weak. Well, I think that's I think that's where our spread is. I think it's two because I think we have four. I think it's four groups. We have two, five, and like 12. we have two tabaxis. We have the rain. Right. The uh, the, ba- the, the dragonborns. The, the kittens are level right. three now. Mm-hmm. We have the next. The next. Tabaxi, they're like they're like twelve. But they're, yeah. No, they're like fourteen. They're, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're fourteen. Yeah. That's um, right. We have the other dragonborn. They're, they're eight. They're eight. Yeah, I remember that. I feel like I'm forgetting one. And you have the main party. Okay. Dragon well, the tabaxi board. got split up into two separate groups. Yeah, there's yeah. oh, that's yeah. There's the level two tabaxis and there's a level fourteen tabaxis. Oh, right. I have yeah. my kittens and tabaxi. Yeah, I can't be like the other which, tabaxi. Which yeah, which is again and again, I'm gonna you know throw throw more kudos toward Michael, not because I'm trying to keep earn. your character alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, it, although what at, a great, at this point anything would help. Yeah, but uh, what a great storytelling mode you've created. That again, different characters, different levels, same danger level. Yeah. No matter what we're playing, mm-hmm. it's always critical. It's always Stakes. dangerous. It, it, and no one party feels like they have advantage over another. Mm-hmm. So. so, and actually, the kitten or not the kittens, the original Tabaxi party was kind of leveling with the main party. Um, 
until we got to the mashup episode where they mm-hmm. had to split and go in two different directions, mm-hmm. uh, mainly just for that reason. But then after that, um, you kind of realize that the main party is like in danger all the time, mm-hmm. leveling all the time, where it's it's like only half as much for the regular ones, which makes the leveling yeah. make sense. We're- and then with the kittens, what happened was um, the Joy of Extra Dimensional Spaces came out. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to a whole bunch of people running the adventure. And, and people were like, oh, my gosh, at level one, you can't do anything. And I'm like, we need to go back to level one. Mm-hmm. That was fun. <laughs> and we did. Yeah. <laughs> and that's still way more powerful than level zero commoners. And I mm-hmm. ran straight into a bear and died at level one. Because <laughs> yes. you're stupid. Uh, you know, I have a lot of respect and love for you and Owen, but sometimes you guys make the best, and by best I mean worst, decisions in combat. Yeah. 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 I will take that. Thank you. <laughs> My favorite memory. I'm sorry. We've had all these great, great memories on this yeah. table doing this recording. But my number one favorite is hearing Owen go, I'm going to run up to the wolf and firebolt it. Yeah. Second episode. Yep. <laughs> well, the amazing thing was, Owen, that, you know, back in the fourth uh, edition rules uh, for uh, D&D, when you're playing as a much younger youngster, you, you ran your rogue right in the middle of everybody and he just got, you know, curb stomped. And it's like, he it should d- know it did better not than that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did not matter five. what character <laughs> I ran, what class it was, what edition I was a part of, what role-playing game it was, even, even online. Like, I was smack dab in the middle of all of the enemies, no matter what. And that's just how I played my character. <laughs> I, Would what? I die all the time? Yeah. I, I just, uh, knowing that, why a sorcerer? <laughs> There's bigger I'll, dice I'll, pulls I'll, out there. I'll, I'll, also, um, an R A Owen thing to do. Yeah, very Owen thing to do. But spells anyways, go yeah, keep boom going. boom. Yeah, yeah, spells go boom boom. That's yes. the way. <laughs> and anyways, back to uh, speaking of combat and all. Um, so after the world got into uh, danger, there we returned to Arlen. Remember way back Arlen's tale in the in the, in the Ziggurat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you all were on the last platform, and out of these cosmic jars jumped aberrant creatures from the far realm. There's a worm mage and a hulk and, and a, the, a sneaky, mm-hmm. you know, Cuisinart one. I, st- I still don't even know how we successfully navigated. I think it was just dumb luck. Cause no, we, we were we were towards there. We were intelligently. I, you know, I have to say go what back really, and listen to it because to me it would look it looked like dumb luck. What this is what cheese me push the monsters push. Push into the ether. No, he always catches himself on the ledge. It's a roll. I rolled the dice. Yeah, he, and the dice said he caught. But but when you do it with the monk's knockback, no roll. I mean, consider that same ways. logic and the fact that your monk that has mobility got absolutely wrecked by that avalanche when he shouldn't be able to do that. So the rolls yeah. can completely change. If the mobility were making stats, an attack of opportunity stats, on me, I would have survived. Well, okay. Stats don't yeah. make you a god. Case and I'm sorry, Jesse, but it do. was funny. Is again, Jesse trying to get through the window. Yeah, yep. right. A monk yeah, should just, a monk on paper should not be able yeah. to to fail that. And, and in that same fight, Cotter should have been able to get out of the rug. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sometimes the dice cutter. Like, sometimes you know the what? dice. I need a yeah. laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Zap you. I shouldn't miss, but I do. Well, that yeah. One of my favorite things, Snoot. Was it Adri punched Snoot, the young black? Guy oh my god, that was so long ago. Wow. I mean, I guess for my character, that was like... like, Did you really... You've really forgotten about No, I didn't forget about it. It just wasn't like... Because in my opinion, he's still out there somewhere. I know know he's dead again. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's going to come back as like some crazy like corpse dragon that's going to be like a showdown between Adrian and Snoot at the very end. I really hope that happens. You're going to... That'd be really cool. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, Arlen, quick. Conjure... Something. Dragon. Yeah, conjure dragon. Yeah, because he has that thing. They yep. can do that. Yeah. Dragon be dragon. Yeah. <laughs> and I love. Oh, again, that's such a that's such an Owen thing because he picked a really cool spell. Oh, that was such a but, cool spell. Yeah, but just think, how many farmers run around with a fifteen hundred gold piece co- <laughs> spell component piece in their yeah. back pocket? One. <laughs> it's one, and it's me. He's like, with this, I could buy a town. <laughs> He could buy his kingdom. <laughs> well, I mean, we. I can buy so many cows. <laughs> yeah. I have 43,000 now favorite cows. He's like, yeah. save the world with a dragon or cattle baron? Whoa. Yeah. No, well, I mean, we made the point, like, in the very first year when you got your first little, you know, treasure hoard and y'all mm. had, like, five gold pieces. And, and it's like, Arlen, this is more than your dad ever made in a single year, you know? Yeah. 
because I mean, they're subsistence farmers. If they had any left over at the end of the year, it was kind of an amazing thing. But yeah, so that one was a bunch of fun. And actually, a lot of the reason that you guys end up winning is you kept taking out the uh, worm mages like the round before mm-hmm. their big spell could go off. Because well, um, that, yeah, that, that would have totally turned that one. But as was, it was a pretty near thing. And you guys had to figure out that you had to push the cosmic jars off the edge. And when you started doing that, less of the enemies could come out and and then finally once you defeated them you pushed all the rest of the jars off and that was that i know we pushed a jar and somehow the jar caught hold of the lid and got itself <laughs> no yeah. it did not stop being oh jeez i didn't want to break them that's right? how i remember Better. it can it can our listeners hear the violins I re- I, in your voice them. i, I vaguely so. remember pushing them yeah, yeah. I, don't I, know. I, I tried to smash one that didn't work so well but pushing them worked great yep but it, it required strength rolls it was like think. a looped ether though right mm-hmm. Yeah, just kept but falling. when the jars fell, the jars just fell. That was they mm-hmm. were gone. Yeah, they, yeah, they just went off, and you just saw the the motes of energy mm-hmm. tumbling out of the end like some sort of a smokestack as it went off. It was it was a it was a really great scenario to walk into, and it made, kind of made you wish you could see what would what that thing would have been like at its heyday. Yeah, that was really neat. Yeah, could you imagine with you know dozens yeah. upon dozens of those platforms all mm-hmm. full of mages, you know, working on spells and scrying things mm-hmm. and things like that. Think of all the information. Yeah, and oh, and uh, Bax is going nuts all over the place. <laughs> it was like Wizard Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah, startup. Yeah, and, and it just uh, <laughs> it just goes to show it's like um, if you isolate yourself away from everybody else, it's like yeah, sure you get time and you don't have to deal with anybody and, and their problems but at the same time the world forgets about you and then whatever you know great thing that you had contributed to society eventually just goes away ignored yeah. Yeah. there was a really i read on that note i read a, i read something that was really sad but poignant and it was like when when you in this case when you remove yourself or when you're removed from life like the first three to six months you're like cried over Six to nine, you're lucky if your closest family remember you. The one-year mark is always tragic. Then after that, your memory fades and fades and fades until it's, it's only the most direct people to you that mm, might even true. remember you. Yeah, yeah. It's depressing. It's not. It's not depressing. It's just. It's kind of a fact of life. It's it just is the that, way of life. It's how yeah. the mentally yeah. and, and and that death is part of that, life. Yeah. But that wizard ziggurat is a perfect example of it. Mm-hmm. They thought they were doing a good idea. They just delayed the inevitable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry, on that sad note, let's go yeah. forward. <laughs> Contemplative note, really. Yeah. Uh, but then we went, uh, speaking of sad notes, and we moved to Creval's Tale. So you went the back to the, round. the the back to the island of the Storm King and then had to uh, go commandeer a boat and fix it up, which was hilarious because <laughs> end up with Adri riding a stegosaurus. Yeah. That, yeah. That Stegosaurus was a great role play for Jesse. I like that we touched back on because I think it was the first time Noan, aka Matt, took Noan and did something really humane with him, mm-hmm. which was convincing the dark, deep, depressed giant king steps to begin to recover his own mental health. Yeah, he, he reached out a hand, and that's what he needed yeah. most. And, yeah, and it was all, and as our listeners may wonder why he was depressed, as a reminder, it was where one of the um, phylact- false phylacteries were, so it could be theorized that it was that affecting was influencing his influencing him, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, it really was a, probably one of the most significant moments in the character development of Noan mm-hmm. was that one action. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. And... Um, but then, yeah, you had to do the montage to get the, the boat. You had to take the boat over to the island another where you face the Kraken. What's that? I said that montage. Yeah. That was another good example of how to role play with your party without have, actually having combat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or skills challenge. Yeah. And, and I, I Which we have zero. I, I, wanted to, I purposely wanted to not do a skills challenge because we had done skills challenges mm-hmm. for situations just like this. But it's like, instead, let's have the players, you know, tell us what happens. And then, you know, everyone pivot on that. Mangoes galore. Indeed. <laughs> we need the rations. And then you got to face the Kraken, and that was That fun. was really unexpected. That yeah. was really cool. And Well, the unexpected thing was, you know, Kraval pulling out Freedom of Movement, a spell that's, like, almost never used. Yeah. You know, just one of those accessory spells. And, and to be fair, the only reason I had that spell is one of my bonus spells. I, <laughs> would, I would not have chosen it normally. 
and it completely turned the combat because otherwise you would have just spent all your time trying to wriggle out of those tentacles mm-hmm. and not be you know thrown into the open maw of the kraken. We still almost lost uh, Cotter. Cotter. You almost yeah, lost Cotter. Almost yeah, almost lost Cotter that way. He was. He was. Uh, he was. He was <laughs> one round away from being thrown into the the gaping maw. Mm-hmm. Um, as was a bunch of people got you know thrown off the yeah. uh, the boat at the end, but. And then you made it to uh, the island of Doi. Well, I have to say, the most memorable part of that for mm-hmm. me was, I think it was, Sorzak, I think, got put in the water. Yes, Sorzak was and, one of several. And um, Jade is like, I will have my sprites oh, polymorph just, yeah, the, the dolphins. dolphins. They just jump into the lake and that acid die. water and die. <laughs> it was a great Why idea, Why did though. you summon me? <laughs> just just the look of betrayal on yes. their face. <laughs> what is it, Flipper? The, the water is poison? <laughs> oh, fl- flipper, 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 flipper. Fli- flipper's hey, dead. Oh, and that's how you use poison in an attack, by the way. <laughs> Just to have it already You know be what? There. Next time, you if I ever do that, he'll be like, oh, actually, the dolphins are immune to poison. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. This yeah. is the abyssal yeah. dolphin. Yeah. yeah, they're evil, necrotic, undead dolphins. Yep. You know, dolphins, yep. he, he like has a nature roll beforehand to see if he knows if dolphins are immune. And he's like, no, usually not, but these ones are. Yeah. <laughs> These ones are. Sorry. <laughs> He's just like, of course they are. These, yeah. are, these are dire dolphins. No, you said die. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, and then you made it to the island of Doi, and we did a completely different storyline there where you all had to role play uh, through the the uh, life of Doi. What a great humbling was, moment that was. Yeah. yeah. That was such a humbling moment. And you all die. So you got to die. And then you all got and to all all die. Doi, yeah. And then doyed. you got to live. Um, and so that was a, c- a completely different thing than anything you've done before. But at the same time, it was kind of um, very instructive. Whereas, you know, the staff of Nilon was just the MacGuffin at the end to get this one. You uh, you basically came with an instruction manual that you all had to die through. So, And, you know, I appreciate you like, oh, let's start them at first level again. That wasn't good enough for you. No. We had to start <laughs> no, at zero. No, no yeah. It's like, no, we, we got demoted to zero. You know, <laughs> And actually, part of that was just, you know, everybody keeps joking about, it's like, oh, wow, you just killed a, a level zero peasant. It's like, okay, let's be level zero peasants. Yeah. It's like Spartan. What are you? I'm a farmer. I'm a par- yeah. potter. That's who we were. Yeah. Leonidas was fighting the dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, and then you had to do the trip home. And this time you did have a skills check because you had to navigate through a storm. And that was exciting. We almost lost a couple of you off the side that time. Mm-hmm. and then we got to find the world under siege again mm-hmm. and then we went on to Sorzak and Adri's tale and uh, we got to come home and find the home fires not burning Yeah, that was good role playing by the two of you as well from the moment we got there to your reactions to what was being told yeah. and how you were th- like even how you <laughs> thank oh thanks for this and started, started the fight because mm-hmm. you ran so far ahead so quicker because you're so much phenomenally faster than we are yeah it well, was... it's not like we were just going to like casually stroll up well, after exactly. seeing your well, monastery our destroyed. Are yeah. Gone. Let's just have yeah. a snack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Cracker you got a granola bar? Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, they're monks, so they probably do have a granola bar. Yeah. But, uh, well, we don't rainbow? eat. So, yeah. well, I eat. You I don't eat have that. No, yeah. everybody eats. You guys are the. We got to remember, you guys are not the, even the 1%. You're like the 0.01% at this point. Yeah. No, but I literally don't have like to monks, eat. monks. I know that. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I bet you Master Cho, and as old as he was, probably didn't. But you are how many phenomenally decades yeah, younger? Yeah, I think because that that skill is something that that yeah, feature you, you happens at like fourteenth level or something. Yeah, yeah. I think fifteen. I think, level. You, I think you said it once, yeah. Matt. Like if you really think about it, people train their whole lives that mm-hmm. are adventurers thirty years to get level five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're level fourteen. You don't need to eat. Master Cho is the only person you know that might have that ability. Yeah. So, point zero one. You probably yeah. had some abilities we wouldn't, because adventurers can do stuff that someone who might just train for thirty years might have some other right. Zen right. power, right. Yeah. Yeah. like preserve life until your students arrive. Yeah. You know, yeah. But even he is not that strong with the force. Mm, clearly, so. <laughs> Master Cho, your midichlorian count is disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> we never did ask you guys how did it feel to be the chosen ones. You know, kind of weird. Kind of weird. I guess we're like Luke and Leia right now. Yeah, we did get I'm that. I'm just making sure. Yeah. Hey, when you can pun the whole table and actually hear somebody face palm from across the internet, it's it's a good one. Before you do that, you got to get the face palm across the table. But I also liked that. how you guys role played um, dealing with the children. 
Mm-hmm. That was a good one too. You still have to deal with those children. Yeah. No, you well, you've no, you got people quota- come yeah. and help them. Quotation dealt with them at least them. temporarily. You know? Yeah, but 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 there's still our yeah, problem. Don't worry, you have to save the yes. world. First. It, it, it's and an issue maybe. that needs to be dealt with. Yes. Yeah, but now we're but it's a it's a it's a responsibility on now and yet another responsibility on the shoulders of you two. And if you really think about it, more so probably no one because mm-hmm. you're still technically, even though you haven't really accepted it, the potential future baron of whatever city I cannot yeah. pronounce. <laughs> Ex Colbaron Police. Thank you. Yes. So I mean you I mean if you really stop to th- get outside the storyline for a minute, there's all this pressure being dropped on our shoulders that we're not really thinking about because we're still being pressured by time. Mm-hmm. But you know You sort of want to say Master Cho. That's very honorific. We're saving the world. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. We needed that right now. Yeah. I'm glad our party isn't like very uh, arrogant. Because, like, yeah. if we we're co- not smart enough to be <laughs> arrogant. I've got no, an actually, intelligence of uh, uh, 12. I'll go. Yeah, that's uh, like our highest score. Yeah. I'll disagree with you. Cause I'm too poor at, to be let's arrogant. Let's look at Sunset for a minute, right? Well, you Sunset's a very good example. Sunset's very arrogant, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's had a pretty high like intelligence. intelligence but, that's like not, but intelligence not necessarily what makes you arrogant. He's very arrogant as Dark Claw, but he's a charisma-based character. So it's it, that's the personality you yeah. gave them. I In just, this case, I just mean... without talking to each other, you guys came from humble origin, so you weren't acting arrogantly. That's you, true. Cocky, maybe, dis, uh, dir- dismissive of, uh, for certain people, or secretive. That was your survival trait, but not arrogance. Mm-hmm. You could have been arrogant, but you weren't. So, Who's the most were... arrogant in the party? Now? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe Creval, because y- you're taking, you know, especially with your sanctuary ability, you've really taken this whole kung fu monk thing to another level. Adri is still very not to be a mean, but still very much even killed person. Yeah. The only thing that she's really stressed about Mm-mm. is her is the dark elf being revealed still. Yeah, Jay just is the cat tagging along with yeah. the party because she's getting fed. Yeah. <laughs> I get fed and I get information. I got like to hoard. Bryce is a Bryce is a paladin who's doing what he needs to for his order and being thrust into these positions of greatness, but it's his responsibility, but he's not arrogantly taking yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, and again, the best farm boy turned sorcerer, Luke Skywalker, that has ever come out in Dungeons and Dragons. So I, there isn't a lot of arrogance. So maybe for, for a little while, I would have said Creval was because when I was still trying to figure out who the hell Creval was going to be. Yeah. But, but he like turned it down. Like I feel like his more barbaric side would be very arrogant. But now that he's like that said, he was, he was when, when when I was mostly a barbarian slash going and who had clerical powers, very much so arrogant. I would say Creval's been working really hard not to be arrogant. Yeah. You're yes. like the war leader. Your girlfriend's an ancient dragon. You got a lot of stuff you can throw yeah. throw your way, and you're like. <sighs> but it's nothing like being hammered into the ground and almost killed to make mm-hmm. you reevaluate your life. And it's like only the dragonborn are very like, look at our, you know, who came from our origins, who came mm-hmm. from dragonborn, who's this like, you know, legend among people. Yeah, well, but like none of none of the other, you know, groups like the tabaxi aren't like, look at this sharpshooter over here, or like the monks actually, aren't like, look at this person that can punch a dragon. Yeah. If I was going to guess on arrogance, isn't even one of us. But I think in terms of backstory, I think whenever, if we ever get back to the Dragonborn and Kaval has to deal with what he was being to throw the other Dragonborn party with that issue, mm-hmm. that's where the arrogance will come in. If it won't be Kaval, it'll be it's the, the, the Dragonborn people. The people in power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he, the Baron that you made for, it's been a while since I've played, so I don't remember the name, but the one that uh, uh, Bryce's character is going to take over. Um, yeah, the Baron of yeah, he's not very arrogant either. Yeah. And that's that. So it's going to be an interesting shift there. But the that is different from the different ways of the the Dragonborn are getting a little uppity. <laughs> Certain ones are, but uh, it's, putting them down is an arrogance. That's just protecting the flock. Well, no, but I, I've seen it because probably because my backstory. But it, there's a definite schism occurring from the old, still still very much the old way of thinking with the new influence of thinking, and it's still there. I mean, think yeah. about the Dragonborn. Hotty, we're stronger. The Lowlanders are weak. All that stuff. But that was a thousand years ago. They got humbled big they, time. They got humbled because the Lowlanders came and saved them over and over. We're yeah. like, hey, you know. Uh, but then, how often do you see people that use ar- arrogance as a defense mechanism mm-hmm. when they've been humbled? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it'll be a it'll be interesting to see if um, if arrogance comes into play again and how. Mm-hmm. And again, you must have like 
parts of a computer in your brain to keep all this sectionalized and clear in your head because notes. <laughs> there's oh dude you must have notes galore I, yep. we never look folks but he must have because there's just so much there's, depth there's here. an entire google doc oh i don't doubt yeah. it how many pages i don't know a million i, I mean I, I could take a look but could yeah. you imagine how you know how much more stressed he'd be if we if you had decided to tie your character back into the underdark Jesse? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, just because, just the political way that Intrigue, yeah. whole yeah. world works, as it, like, just that alone would have been a nightmare. It would have been the I am iron moment. Yeah, I'll marry you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The rest of us would be. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was a great eyebrow moment. Wait, yeah. wait, you're engaged, what? I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that that moment carried off with the impact I was hoping yeah. it would have. Because, you know, Jesse put that in her, in her character's backstory, and I'm like, well, this is going to show up yeah. sooner or later. Yeah, yeah. Which at the time I didn't really think Backstory. much of it, but yeah. Afraid of mice. Never let me yeah. know yeah. that. But yeah, it's like, okay, well, I, I, I see a plot point that the entire story is going to turn around right here. <laughs> yeah. so like the- hey, you need to leave those little hints in so they don't like go and like discover your fear of liches and try to implement that. Yeah. (laughs) A fear of pile of gold. Uh, Yeah. I'm terrified of having like really powerful magical items. Like that sounds awful to me. Our dungeon master has like a two by four of backstories wrapping in mental anguish barbed wire. And he's just hiding behind the corner waiting for you to walk by. Like I said, when you (laughs) hand me your backstory six years ago, I wrote up where they were going to pop up each one of them. Mm -hmm. And you know, some of them, like for instance, Sorzox, you know, wasn't going to appear until you're just a couple of, of levels from the end. But uh, so it was, you know, they were already pre-programmed in. It was just a question of you, you all mm-hmm. getting there. So, are we all done with the Curse of Lolf? Have we no. all been? Is that no. still waiting out there? Yep. There, there are two of you that still carry the marks. I'm one, and I think Bryce is the other. Yeah, Cotter and Kamal yeah, I think I still have in. Which is very interesting because I have issues with that marking. And uh, it never came up at this point. I think Proval's probably passed it. But when it first occurred, when you were like, when Jesse was like, yes, we'll do it. And you gave us those marks. Really wasn't happy with it as a person and as mm-hmm. a character. But uh, at this point, at least character-wise, he's over it. But it's really interesting to have a demon queen slash goddess mark two members of another pantheon like that against That's their gutsy. will because they didn't agree to it. One person agreed to it and they got affected by it. I mean, she is evil, so. Mm-hmm. Well, Game I know, it. but that's not what I'm saying. She just did what she did. Yeah. But you took on, you put a debt on the group. Yeah. Without saying, hey, do we want to do this? You were just like, yes, which I know we were under the lost treasure. I'm not saying you yeah. did a bad thing. It's a, it would a perfect. I mean, character. there was like a mob outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like we oh, were yeah. going to die. Yeah. Go so. back. Uh, listeners, go back and. Li- yeah. The yeah. This is a good example. But listeners are going back and listening because. Queen's guards are waiting it, for you. Again, a really great way of applying pressure. Yeah. So. And and if you think of the demon queen, she's like, who knows what her game is in all this? Mm-hmm. She's like, you're in my turf. Mm-hmm. Again, I want I want to mess with you, and um, I'll just even though the she's the deceiver, and maybe she maybe she comes back. I think really, I think the simplest answer is I think she was really just bored. Probably. This was just her yeah. finding yeah. entertainment. I mean, she's capricious and chaotic, yeah. and yeah, I mean, and she said, you know, it's like. I don't want this uh, phylactery yeah. in my I'm realm bored. anymore. Things are too yeah. constant now. Do you know how chaotic it probably is in the Underdark since that disappeared? Oh, yeah. How, much, oh, yeah. How, many, how many assassinations, re- readjustments of power? Probably she's, the very next day. And she's probably cackling gleefully because oh, yeah. it's now something new and entertaining. Well, you know what? She owes us now. No, yeah. she does not. I guarantee you. I don't see her thinking that way at all. Pray to your God. Cash in the debt. Yeah. Uh, Hello, I don't have I, that thing. I don't have that. She's not my God. Yeah, but your god maybe knows that god. Gods hang out; they know each other. No, they're, they're the great. You know all about the great divide, the divine gates, and all that. They do not hang out. Yeah, but they know. Can each you other. really not think of a worse enemy for Lolf than one of the gods of war? Yeah, they mold. They mold the butchery. Sigil, maybe, man, they all hang out there. I guess they all just go down to the coffee shop. Yeah, hey, Lolf, let's cup. go down, get a cup of blood. Let me slap the hell out of you for interfering with one of my people. Yeah. <laughs> But oh, look, yeah. a spider. Just try to like slip the worst anti-god poisons into the other people's coffee. Yeah, exactly. Working with them. Only to find out they're resistant to poison. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm immune to lothocaine poison. Yeah. Lothocaine. I've been Good name. building like up that. a, uh, There's a resistance joke. my entire life. Yeah. But yeah, and now the worst part about having Lulz marks is, you know, like we said, she's chaotic and capricious. So she may cash it in. You know, to make you lose a hand of poker, you know, at, at game night, she might cash it in to make you fail your last death saving throw. 
Mm-hmm. Or may... she may forget because yeah. there's oh, yeah. other things going on. Or, or she may just keep that mark on you for the whole rest of your life just for the sheer joy of being able to look through your eyes and see what's happening in the mm-hmm. outside world. So, I mean, that it... it that, I mean, that's the one I think that Bryce has because he's there's not going to be a high, really a higher position than what he has. Mm-hmm. So I could see her not I'll ever cashing intrigued. that in just so yes. she could peek in. Hey, Bryce, what a, what I a think the party's decided we have to remove your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> not my eyes. I, I think, think she sees through the, the mark. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think she sees eyes have anything really to do with it. She can't see through his eyes if he has no eyes. Well, I'm saying I think she sees through the mark. I don't think she sees through the eyeballs. You see right that right there? There you go. That is the difference between a monk with wisdom and a monk that just refuses to use his wisdom. <laughs> Ooh, psychic damage. Vicious mockery. <laughs> but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. And and once again, capricious. I mean, it may come down to, you know, you might be involved in the last fight or There's whatever. So, and, and she may so just cash much. them all in just, just to watch you die. So many well, sheets of flavor you've thrown yeah. into this world. It's unbelievable. You have to do the Well, you got to remember, you are the ones who threw the flavor in. I just incorporated it into the writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I took everything you guys told me about your characters. I'm like, okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. That's good. I still think one of the coolest things I would never thought to do. And that's like, again, especially for a new player to do, Jesse was doing the half elf, dark elf. I never once thought to do that. I, it just never occurred it just to me. Seemed cool to me. At the yeah, time. It does. I was just, like, I had no motivation. I was just like, oh, that's cool, and I did that. No, well, because the handbook wouldn't have told you. The handbook You're right. Says I just, dark I, elf, wood elf. Well, I was, it just said, it just says half elf in the <laughs> right. the base but player's never, handbook for five e two. It doesn't it doesn't ever say like a yeah, half high elf or half wood elf. So in my yeah. brain, I was like, well, I need to pick which elf I am half of. Mm-hmm. So it took wizards five more years, I guess, in D and D one coming out when you do you have half dwarves and half all yeah. that now, mm-hmm. but it took them. Yeah. Not long. Well, they, they have mechanics do. now to like pick what your right. half is. But at the yeah. time, they didn't exist. You, so no. Yeah, so it, they, it, to me, it just it made logical sense yeah. that I need to say which of the elves I am. No, half. no, that's what I'm saying. It was such an obvious thing. But I'm telling you, as a person, a player, I totally overlooked that. Huh? I, I saw half elf as, okay, that's the race. Right, but like, what, was it. What, which type of elf? Like, I didn't look past yeah, that. That's what I was saying. That's like, like, they make a, they make a huge effort to yeah. say that there's all these different kinds of elves, and then it's there's just the pictures like a Legolas elf, right? So yeah, exactly. yeah. There's a really cool artist I follow, and they do like different kinds of like races as like all the different like furbolgs like all the different like deers and cows and stuff and oh it's yeah so yeah yeah cool. it's like like tieflings like, but it's like, yeah yeah different kind of like the tabaxi like different kind of cats different types of cats yeah i like it's that really i really cool. like the, the i didn't like how they did tabaxi in the dungeon dragon movie i thought they were a little too cat like they weren't yeah. human enough actually they were horrifying in the dungeon dragon movie <laughs> they were just giant yeah. they were cats that walked on two feet yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but i don't remember that yeah, it, they, they rescued the a baby from the, the lake. It was a baby fish. tabaxi from the fish. And, and gave it back to the, the paladin did calm emotions and got the baby out of the mm-hmm. fish mouth. That was a tabaxi baby having a tabaxi mouth. Yeah. I looked at them and, went, and I thought to myself, that was the only thing about Dungeon Dragon that I didn't like. like the, the, that is a tabaxi, horrible representation of a tabaxi. It was I mean, too bulky. It wasn't live it, enough. It, 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 looked, it looked like a couple of people had strayed oh, from a furry convention. Mm-hmm. And just yeah, 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 yeah. They were trying to do like too many practical effects on it, it seems like, yeah. They were just trying to pay homage to the most popular things. And tabaxi, once they came out, were very popular. Even yeah. though, even though the, the the look of a tabaxi in the handbook isn't very good. No, but no, it, it's, it's like a but weird it's live cartoonish. And yeah. When I think of tabaxi, I think of like the '80s Thundercats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like a werewolf looking or like right. a yeah werecat thing. Were-cat. Yeah, werecat looking thing. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so back to the adventure here. So. Y'all destroyed the monastery. No. No, yeah. he destroyed no, the yeah, monastery. I, I'll take full. Yeah. Uh, well, my, my, well, well, you said it's okay if I destroy the uh, monastery. That's what I was about to say. And they said yes, yeah, so they bear the uh, blame as well. Well, here's the thing. and They said, okay, knock it all down. This, is a, good, this is a good we example. We were dying. No, he, again, yes. there you go. That, that's the thing. We, we're so, we, we had gotten to a point. It was a very humbling moment for us because we got to a point, like you said, damn my God. So we were like, we got this, we got this, we got this until we didn't. Mm-hmm. And then we got in this corner. I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? We were ill prepared. To and I had, I, had, I had picked that spell. I think I said this before, but I had picked that spell for a non-combat related something. Like if once we got out of the monastery, I was my plan had been to ask you, hey, just to make sure no one can use the monastery, I will help you come back repair it. But do you want me to collapse it so they can't use anything here against us? It still occurred, but not in the format that I had thought. That's why I was like, I got something I can use, but it's going to literally level well, both Everything. of these things, we have to make tough choices. Yeah. 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 And that, that's probably the most realistic part of this fantasy game was right there. It's like, yeah, I mean, sometimes you do need to call down artillery on your position, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. 
So that was neat. Um, and at the time, though, I thought you guys had just opened a can of worms. Oh, no, I, we I'm did. Like, we still I did. I mean, that's going to release everything. But then the rolls yeah. that came out, it's like the enemies started coming out onesie twosies. Like if, if, yeah. the, if the three buried masters had been able to come out at the same time at the same roll, you would have been host because uh, that, that's they, what that's yeah. what forced the spell because we did yeah. we had three masters that came out and we and were we were in a hallway hammered. getting toast yeah. and but if they had all rolled well on their strength and the death knights have pretty darn good strength mm -hmm. uh, if they'd all rolled well on their strength they could have just stood up from the, the thing and then you could not have counterspelled all three of their you know flame necrotic balls yeah. and you yeah. would have taken it full so which we still yeah. had so, that happen a couple so times. So in, in, in a way, it just worked out wonderfully in the end. The um, When I look back on, on the combat of it all, what I liked the most about it, because it really added, again, more pressure, um, was the dwindling resources we had to call upon. Mm -hmm. The fight was not over. There was a whole army here. And yeah, they were low level. Yeah, you know, at full speed. Those at, revenants at full strength, were tough yeah, enough, though. At full strength. The trash is trash. We hit the revenants, the masters, and like, okay, now we're drained. No, we were drained already. We got further drained. We got further. Now we're getting creative with our key points and our spells. And uh, I'm gonna bamf up into the tree. And I, you know, what are you gonna do? I'm like, I'm gonna sit here quietly panicking because I know my turn's coming up and I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. That's me every combat. <laughs> <laughs> you, what am I doing? If you, really, I shoot. I is shoot, shoot again. Is that true? I don't. I I don't know what to do in combat. I just shoot. And that's it. It well, works. You make some great yeah. decisions though, for not knowing what you're you, going like, to do. You like do 60 points of damage per yeah. round. Well, I'm not well, even talking only damage, after though. I was introduced to like how to actually, you know, use my character effectively. Because it was like I shoot and I shoot again, and I don't <laughs> add sharpshooter, and did I you, don't. Did add you like go stuff. online to figure that out? What? How to play your character? No, you're like. Oh me? Or everyone? Oh, it's like, say. okay. Like all I do is show you spells. <laughs> yeah, like how we can. Yeah, yeah. just thinking more. Outside but it's like you showing I really, spells. I really like. Oh, like maybe I should use I mean, them I really like that we basically have a tabaxi machine gun. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> She's like but unleashes but, the wand of automatic missile yeah, fire. But again, <laughs> and when again though, you said you don't know what you're doing, but you pulled out those fairies in the giant tower, and that totally changed the entire yeah, complexion that of was that great. combat. Yeah. I try not so. to. I like. I want to use them every single opportunity because they're great, and I just don't like. Don't want to be so repetitive. No, I, that's I, all I do. Well, that and that you don't want to give him time to figure out how to counteract that. Mm -hmm. Besides a counterspell, the acid blood was yeah. a good example. Of that. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so um, you did level there, but then you uh, were able to get out of that, and you're able to uh, get on to the next one, and we ended up at Jade's Tale. And then this one was also completely different as you all ended up at different times arriving there and had wandered off in different directions. So Jade ended up by herself and then had to start collecting the rest of you. And she got up to collecting Cotter and Arlen by the end of year six. Obviously, since then, we know that we've had a couple more episodes and the whole party's gotten back together. But that was a completely different setup as well. Was anybody expecting that? Because I wasn't. The split up? The, the, the different arrival time. Mm -mm. Oh. Because remember, we've done this. That this is our pretty much shown up fourth iteration. Fourth yeah. iteration. Mm -hmm. The other three times, we all arrived together. Yeah. So it, it begs the, well it begs like the question. It begs the question: What was different this time? It's the exact same spell, the exact same ability. Worked three times perfectly. Why did it not work this time? <laughs> or why did it fluctuate? I, I can, yeah. Well, maybe a certain lich is trying to thwart. Or it's Our just power. simple as, you know, Galchabar made these spells, but they're not perfect. Or maybe we're getting to the edge of his power and the first four or three times, you know, it was able to work perfectly. But now it's beginning to sputter. Mm -hmm. It's straining his abilities. And mm -hmm. so he's, he's got to maintain uber concentration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or maybe something's happening back at the Tabaxi Treehouse while you're here. That's who's watching over Galchabar while we this don't is happening. Know. Red Sunrise. That's right. OK. Yeah. But it's sort of Mr. like, Snuff must Snuff maintain Snuff. portals and shoot fireball at zombies. I mean, Galchabar. Well, actually, it, I'll, I'll, I'm going to disagree with you on that because we still do not know to this day the level of power Galchabar really has. That's true. 
That is true. Yeah, I mean, in fact, you, for a while there, you thought he was the ba- big baddie, and maybe yeah. he still I still is. think he might be. Yeah, I, the, I, he had the he had the portals there. ready when we got there. He's well, done, I don't. I'm not he, saying that he is the bad guy, but I have a feeling that he like knew Alol or something like that. That's like a good. Buddies. That is a very good theory that I think I would support. It's like a, like an Anakin Roommates. and Obi Wan kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or I I I see it as like Dumbledore and Harry. Yeah, he Dumbledore used Harry to meet out. Which nobody knew till the very end of the movie. So, or, or yeah, books. These guys, yeah, I kind of like you, but I'll sacrifice you mm-hmm. for this purpose. Thanks, Galtabar, Dumblebar. <laughs> Do we have any other great theories? Because these are great theories on and uh, what what is Galtabar? Well, I, I don't think. Nope. I don't know what Galtabar. Okay, I have two working theories on on Galtabar. Well, not the second one being the one you just said mm-hmm. about potentially knowing each other. The other one was we still don't know. How Alowell learned to become a lich. Forget the fact he made seven phylacteries. How did he learn to become a lich? Because that's not like a thing that like the wizards like know about. No, it's not. You have. I mean, although you did find a book of necromancy in his tower, so you have to go find out. But still, exactly. I mean, that's that's um, again. This is the out of this is the out of game Mm -hmm. knowledge coming talking here. The the whole. Backs, I say backstory, but that's not the whole creative team that created the whole idea of a lich says that it's, it's even written there. It's not easy to become a lich. It requires nope. study. It requires research. It requires a ton of money. It's a bunch of are you sure's along the even, way. F- yeah. They didn't even talk about them. This is just, just the mm-hmm. physicality of it, not the morality of it. And, and then we saw in, the, and, and, in this adventure, sit, you have to sacrifice every creature in your school. It, well, or Yeah, exactly. And that, that right there tells me that, obviously, and, and it's written down too, usually a deal with a powerful dark entity. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe that. I don't, as a player, not in the game, but as a player and a, and a lover of D and believe there is a hidden evil that we have not even heard of. I yet. don't. Yeah, I don't think Alowal is. I think he's the puppet. Yes, he's doing. Well, he got. He became a lich, but the cost is what he's doing now. He's writing it down. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's no, a great idea. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I just remembered something I want to put in. Well, the let me let me change yeah. my. Yeah. He's like. You're in the cavern. And or, you encounter or we just a wandering Asmodeus. Like, oh. That's what it is. I, I don't I don't think that Galchabar is necessarily closes the, portals. The, the demon devil <laughs> I don't, I don't to worry about because all. I know Cotter has done it and I've done it not once I had the ability, but we've done divine sense around him. If he was a fiend, he would have pinged big time. Yeah. Unless he was an arch fiend and can it's block a little, it. I mean it is a little interesting though how how many different places Alowal's or not Alowal, Galchabar is at whenever we call him. Like he's like always out in a battle. Like he's really. been. There's been a couple times. He's like yeah, doing. You can also maybe that's just you weird, can argue, weird You can argue he's Gandalf. <laughs> yeah, he does you, have a life. You're seriously you can argue that he's Gandalf the Grey. Yeah, we know he true. has ties to dragons because he's ridden them. Mm-hmm. We've seen that. He sent them. You know he's got it's ties to every. I mean, he, to me in way, in some ways he's just Gandalf the Grey. So does Demogorgon. Mm-hmm. That is true. I'm saying there's something a little sus about our friend Algebar. Oh, yeah. Well, again, let's go back to our character for a second. We're talking where you're talking about a farm boy, two cloistered people, mm-hmm. you know, lives in the natural jungle, lives in the mountains, totally ignorant of societies. And yeah, you've all been very only, closeted. Yeah, the only person that was minor, minorly knowledgeable before they got cloistered was Cotter. Mm-hmm. And as we've and pointed out many times, in his role, he, was, he, he was, was not the most he, attentive student. No, he was much more into the uh, weapons. I like than he the was swords. The I like swords. Yeah. Books are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Can you hit somebody with it? No, I don't want it. Yeah. I was really into competitive chariots, like just <laughs> not like the racing, but like the chariots themselves. And we're like, oh yeah, that's uh, a cool one. It has like all the wheels. He's running his hands around it. The brass work on this is exquisite. Yeah. Look at the bearings. Look at the bearings. It, it sparkles in the sunshine. With the right horse, this thing could take off. Are these yeah. Damascus blades to cut the ankles out? Oh. oh. But yeah, so that is where we have ended up at this point in time. Um, you're now, well, let, so uh, let, let's squeak ahead just a couple of episodes because we finally finished uh, the avalanche scene. You're now sitting across from the readout, maybe I, the largest readout that... Uh, I had to ask the party yeah. what a readout was because yes. I had never heard the term well, before. she's from the treehouse. She could explain it. Yeah. No, I mean, I literally asked that, what's a readout? Yeah. Drew asked the group. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what a readout it's a, it's was. It's a fortress. <laughs> and... Um, you know, there, there's flashes and bangs coming from it. And uh, so there's some, oh, something, the wait, and something waiting for you there. And uh, mm-hmm. that's where and we're going two, next, apparently. Two of our party can barely move. Let's just hope that it can wait three to five business days. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, unfortunately, I, uh, we pretty much can we time can, stop the meteor yeah. for just a little bit? And I'll tell you again, we get masterful work here, Michael, because exhaustion is one of the very few things that there's not an easy cure for in Dungeons and Dragons. Restoration, yeah. greater, nope. greater restoration, uh, nope. sleep. No, nope. I'm pretty no, sure it's I'm greater restoration. It. No, yeah, I looked it up. It literally says the only thing that really gets gets rid of exhaustion is rest. Yeah. So. Now I have to look. I can't, I like, I look. even thought, because I was looking up maybe the ways trying to fix this, like killing us and then resurrecting us, to, to mm-hmm. it, but even that doesn't do it. Mm. Monk emu. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? But anyways, so that's where you are yeah. here at the end of uh, year year six, and on to, or uh, beginning of year six here. And, uh, wow. Yeah, come a long way, but we're almost there. So some, something's Promise. waiting for you in the end of Jade's Tale here. What is Jade's tale? I Her. don't know. It's the thing that wags behind <laughs> yeah. her. Yeah. Some, something that, that Arlen trips over in the middle of giant. That she, uh, like, in the middle of the fight, she's watch like, what's that giant watch snake? Out for, uh. yeah, watch out for rocking chairs. Yeah. Chairs. Oh. But we've been at this an hour, so I'm thinking maybe we want to wrap right now. Mm-hmm. I have a whole bunch of questions for everybody uh, next time. Uh, so maybe we'll do a second shorter um, interview for and get everybody's uh, opinions of what happened in this last year because as we just went over in this last hour it was a pretty amazing year and uh, even even though we think about it you really only progressed about two days mm-hmm. in this last year when you yeah. think about it um That's game the time D&D versus real life yeah, time, but yeah. two months in the monastery fighting wave after wave yeah. But or or as as uh, as Bryce put it during the uh, the Five Rings explanation, oh, it's magic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Two days we sailed you across know, the it's, ocean. It's really funny because he just said you know, we've been here for an hour, but it doesn't feel like we sat out for an hour. Yeah. Time flies when you're The fun. magic of D and D. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, we'll return again in the next uh, episode and uh, continue this interview. But uh, what's going to happen happen then? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. 